You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 95. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. There are so many lies taught to us about emotions, and in particular, anger. We are often told that we can't control how we feel and that anger needs to be managed. So we have a lot of anger management programs. And this lie I read about in a book. I'm reading a parenting book, and it's about being calm with your kids and not yelling at them. And so I was reading this more from a research perspective, but also to get tips on how to be less frustrated with your kids. And so far, I really liked the book. It had a lot of useful information and reduced the guilt that parents feel when it comes to getting angry with their kids, especially when they that anger manifests as yelling. And so, but then all of a sudden, there was this part where it said, you can't control your anger. And I have a question for you is that if you weren't angry at anyone, it could be your kids, but it could be at anyone, would you yell? Or would you say something you didn't want to say or any of the actions that you take when you're angry? Would you do those things? And the answer is probably no. If you weren't angry, you wouldn't yell, you wouldn't say things you didn't mean or name call or maybe even lie. And if you really think about it, you could stop being angry. Wouldn't that be great? Then none of these things would actually happen. You wouldn't be taking those kind of actions. And the big lie here is that you can actually not be angry. You can actually stop being angry. As if we have no control over our feelings and that what we need to control is our actions And if you've ever been on a diet and desired all the things that you, that are not on the diet to eat, you have the desire and then you take the action of eating it. And it comes from the desire, the urge to eat something. If you didn't desire that food, if you didn't desire chocolate, you wouldn't eat the chocolate. It wouldn't be a problem. You could be around chocolate. You can go to a party where they had chocolate. The same is true with anger. If you weren't angry, wouldn't yell. You wouldn't do the things. You wouldn't say nasty things. You wouldn't get into an argument with your spouse. And the truth is, is that we can actually control our emotions. And this is something that it's like as if we have no control. Oh, we feel this way. And we have no control how we feel. And, and all we need to do is just manage our behaviors around it. And the thing is, we do control how we feel. And there is one way you can know how that you control how you feel. If you are in a traffic jam, sitting in a car, if you're on bicycle walking or whatever, and it's really busy, everything's moving slow. Notice that some people get upset. Some people name call, some people honk their horns, and other people don't. Other people are listening to their podcasts. Other people are daydreaming. People have different reactions to sitting in traffic. People have different reactions to a lot of things. Some people don't cry at a movie. And so the idea that we don't control our feelings is false. Because if you really look around 
at everyone. You can see that everyone has a different emotional experience in the same exact situation. So then it stands to reason we can then control how we feel. And that is such great news because as I was reading this book and as the author was telling me, a parenting expert, that I can't control how I feel, but I need to do all of these actions or stop doing these actions and taking more action like self-care and all of these things, I'm going to all of a sudden stop yelling at my kids. And I know this to be false, not because of how we are, how our brains work and how emotions work, but because I am a lot angry. I have worked on my anger from anger, not from the actions I took from anger. I worked on understanding where my anger was coming from. And then the rest of the actions that I wanted to stop doing, I stopped doing. And I'm less angry. And I feel better. And so, and it's a, and it gives you a sense of powerfulness to say, oh, I can control how I feel. Now, it's as simple as that, that you can control your anger and you can work at being less angry. You can work at, if, it, if it's in a traffic jam, you can be less angry at it. If it's at your kids, if it's at your spouse, whomever, you can work at being less angry. It's as simple as that. It is difficult to change the neural path to your automatic reaction of feeling angry and then from anger yelling at somebody and taking that kind of ingrained path in your brain that's been grooved since your brain has been developing. But we know that the brain is plastic, so you can change that pathway and therefore cut that pathway that then generates the emotion of anger that leads to all the things that you want to stop doing from that emotion. So how can you control anger? If it's a simple process yet, it's going to take some time to create a new pathway so that it doesn't generate anger in you, in your body. What, where is it a place you can start? And the place that I started and where a lot of books and things on emotional health I find are quite helpful in this is that you allow your anger. You you don't judge it. You don't feel guilty about it. Now that's easier said than done because a lot of us who want to stop behaving a certain way from a place of anger is that we feel guilty. We feel bad. We are ashamed of ourselves for behaving in, in some way. We feel bad we yelled at the person we love. The the advice often is to you know, manage those behaviors, and what I'm saying is manage the emotion that comes after the anger, is the guilt, is the feeling bad, the shame, as if you did something wrong, and give yourself permission that you were angry and that that happened, that that's your pathway, and to reduce the guilt first. So focus on feeling bad because the pattern that happens when it comes to trying to control our feelings is we tend to put feelings into good or bad feelings. So we think anger is bad and therefore we shouldn't feel it. And controlling anger and reducing your anger doesn't mean that you eliminate anger. It means that you understand where it's coming from, take ownership, and then know and then can choose a different way 
of handling that emotion later on. But the first thing that needs to happen is all that judgment that comes around with the emotion. All of the other emotions that come after you feel angry, after you take action from a place of anger, is to look at your guilt. And because the pattern that happens is anger, guilt, anger, guilt. So you get angry, you feel guilty for a few days, you seem really calm, and then things build up and then you're angry again. And then you feel guilty, everything's good for a week, couple weeks maybe even, and then anger comes up again. We think that if we got at the root cause, anger, if we tackled that first, the behaviors we take from anger, which is what most advice, most self-help will tell you is manage the anger and then you'll get rid of the guilt. And the opposite is true. And I know this to be true because when I stopped feeling guilty and I managed the guilt and I said, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel angry. I was then able to access why I was angry because right now, Guilt is covering up your anger. Shame, all of that kind of thinking, those emotions are covering up accessing the wisdom from anger. Because almost all emotions, there is an element of wisdom. And we can't tap into that when you're feeling bad, when you're beating yourself up. You can't see why you're angry. You can't see what led to the anger. You can't take ownership for the anger. You can't do all of the things that would actually help you control anger because you need to understand what is triggering you, what's triggering anger inside of you. And that comes from tapping into your own wisdom. And for each person, that's going to be different why they get angry. And so you can only do that when it's not, I want to say, blocked or overrun by all of that guilt. So give yourself that permission to be angry. Allow it. And even to the point where you plan for it, plan that you're going to be angry. If you're a person that gets angry in traffic jams all the time, plan that you're going to get angry. If you're a person that at the end of the day is probably going to yell at your spouse or probably going to yell at your kids, plan for that. Know that it's coming and say, yes, I'm probably, I'm, going to be angry. And when it does is, yes, I was angry. And from there, you can use hindsight to look back on it. Instead of sitting in guilt, you can then go into and look back at, okay, I knew I was going to be angry in this. Why was I angry? What were the things I was thinking? Where was I when the action I took happened? What? Where was I in my mood and things like that. You can access a lot of stuff that way. And so tackle the guilt, not the anger. And I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.